0: Now, The Crowncast, with your host, Murray Brookshaw.
1: Welcome to The Crowncast, episode 27. I'm here with Bill Kelly. Bill, how you doing? I'm great, Murray. How are you? I'm awesome. Uh, while everything is a little out of the normal right now, uh, this past weekend, it was a, just a touch of normalcy with a great masters.
0: That's right. It's uh, it's my favorite uh, Sunday of the year. You know, it's, it's an unwritten rule in our household that... Uh, I get all my chores done before 12 o'clock. I tape all the golf, and from 12 o'clock on, nobody bothers me until the final putts dropped. And uh, it was another, it didn't seem like it was going to be
1: an exciting Masters, but it sure ended up being very exciting. Right from the start, when Zalatoris uh, birdied the first couple of holes, and then you had Hideki hit that drive on number one and bogey bogey the first hole, it was game on. It was, and you know,
0: it, it, it just shows that Augusta and, and the, the pressure of the back nine or the second nine, you know, we, we were all watching, I'm sure, thinking, you know, they've gone through nine holes and, and Hideki's got a four or five shot lead and should be a pretty good little stroll in. But uh, for those who have watched the Masters a lot, they know that uh, it's really not uh, in the bag until you get through 15.
1: Yeah, and Xander, uh, you know, he's he's on a charge, he's one back, and then, boom, he goes in the water, and wow. Well,
0: that's right. I mean, who would have thought Hideki would have hit it over the green on 15 into the water? And, and you know, a lot of people say, well, why did he go for it? And, you know, obviously, I've never played Augusta, but uh, I think that layup shot and, and the shot into the green with a wedge is almost as hard as uh, hitting it in, in there with a long iron. So, uh, you know, to see Shoffley come back with four straight birdies and then, uh, and then dump it in the pond on 16 uh, hideki i think felt a little bit better after he saw that shot a little bit of breathing room coming up the last
1: yeah it kind of says it all the the caddy bow after the win uh, w- such great respect
0: that's right and and it was incredible to see that and, and and you know they talked about it a lot on the broadcast but you know he was he did have the weight of a nation on his shoulders through that whole that whole day and uh, he played great. He played really, really well.
1: Yeah, yeah, really, really good. So, if you're into playing golf, uh, do we have any memberships left?
0: We do. We're uh, we're going to be finalizing exactly what we have available. Uh, we're looking through the emails that we sent out on, in January uh, for those members that wanted to join this year. We're seeing who's uh, who's already joined and paid up, and then we'll uh, we'll contact those. Um, members that committed to this year in January now they may have had health issues or whatever and they may not be able to play so once we get that list together we'll have a really good idea of what we have available Uh, what we do know is that we'll probably have some full play uh, memberships available uh, intermediate twilight and social Um, our so our uh, limited play is full at the moment Um, But uh, we'll be uh, letting that information out probably early next week is my guess.
1: And if you're lucky enough to get a membership, the one big trick for booking tea times is to make sure you have the right number of players in the app. That's right. Uh, Jared did a great uh, Zoom call with, with a bunch of our members last
0: week to explain how to book tee times through the app or through the website um, because there are a few little tricky nuances that you want to make sure of when you check your filters you want to make sure that you have if it's a single player you're booking for you want to make sure it says one if it's three make sure it says three because you know you could be looking just for a twosome but you've got your filter set at four people and it will only show you times that are available for four people so the t sheet could be you know fairly empty and available for two but not for four, so that's something that you want to make a, pay attention to when you're booking your tea times.
1: Yeah, and another great tip is to get on the wait list. If you've missed out on that opportunity to play in a day, uh, call the pro shop and get on the wait list, right? That's right.
0: And not even if you've missed the opportunity. If you have a tee time a little bit later in the day, but you're looking to play earlier, give the golf shop a call and say, hey, you know, I'm booked in for April 22nd at 3 o'clock. I'd really like to play in the 10 to 11 range. Can you throw me on the wait list? Uh, as soon as something comes up, as soon as we get a cancellation, we call the wait list. So that's another member benefit mm-hmm. um, that allows the members to get onto that tee sheet if there's a cancellation.
1: Yeah, you really have to look at it like it's uh, an airline. Uh, once the flight is left, um, you you can't uh, get on the plane.
0: That's right. We can never get that tee time back. So we'd love to fill it with our members. And, and that wait list, uh, you know, it is a more of a last minute thing. Um, but it, it's a great opportunity to get out on the golf course, especially now that the weather is, is as good as the forecasting.
1: And I'll tell you what, um, the T deck on the sandwich, the um, uh, what do we call it the lunch pad? Uh, fantastic view up there and pretty cool to hit off of it
0: yeah we had a great opening on April the 2nd uh, with our uh, ladies club net champion Jan Bain Uh, we had our men's club champion uh, John Robertson our oldest founding member which was Ken Kostiak and our new head professional Jared Siminoff uh, they opened it up on April 2nd with with four great tee shots if you haven't seen it it's uh, it's on our social media check it out it's pretty cool Um, and then we've we've been capping it off with a number of groups have been hitting off of it Uh, our burgundy jacket event on uh saturday this past saturday uh everyone hit off of it It, and it is it's a cool elevated tee shot uh something that you don't see at any other golf course and uh if you haven't taken a taken a stroll up there and hit your tee shot i I highly recommend it
1: and a great view fantastic view yeah it is it's it's great all around you can see the the
0: glacier clubhouse behind you it's it's just a beautiful spot
1: the sandwich uh, hours are extended a little bit right now. And uh, what are they?
0: Yeah, we're open at 10 to 6 every day except for Thursday. Thursday, we're open until 9 o'clock. So the sandwich and the patio behind the sandwich wedge uh, is available for, uh, you know, sitting down after, after a round, having a drink, uh, some handhelds. Um, again, it's turning into what, what it was last year, which is just a great spot to sit and watch the golfers and enjoy the sunshine.
1: And patio dining is a real opportunity for folks as it's, uh, it's going to be 16, 17, 18 degrees this week and next week and sun and then you can enjoy the timber room food uh in a awesome environment that's right it's part of what uh, dr henry has announced in her
0: past order uh, the changes to the order was that uh, dining had to be um, outside patio dining or takeout. Uh, so we've extended the patio hours in the timber room. Uh, they are now 11 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Um, and it's a, it's a beautiful deck to just sit and enjoy uh, a great menu. Uh, the views of the glacier right mm. now with the with the bluebird sky is just incredible. The food is awesome. Uh, nice cold drink after you're around. You know, what else do you want on a on a, on an 18, 19 degree day after you've played a round of golf, or even if you're just coming out to hang out and have a drink?
1: And the best view in the valley, there's no question about it. It is
0: the patio with the best view in the valley, and, and you're right. You can't question that once you sit on that patio.
1: Now, if you uh, have your timber room favorites and the things that you absolutely love, let's say it's a Friday night and you love the prime rib because it's absolutely incredible, um, you can use uh, takeout or skip the dishes and DoorDash, right?
0: You know, on Sunday, I, I had the opportunity to sit and watch the Masters all day. And if I was living in my, my home normally, I would uh, I would have definitely ordered DoorDash or Skip the Dishes because I did not leave the couch on Master Sunday. So um, we have a lot of options uh, with takeout. Uh, obviously you can come by and pick it up um, and then delivery with uh, Skip the Dishes and DoorDash. Uh, we've got it all right now in our in our food and beverage and uh, anything you want, we, we can provide great service on all levels.
1: Now, we should really stress that we're uh, adhering to all the COVID protocols with Dr. Bonnie Henry, et cetera, because we're gonna talk about men's night and burgundy jacket results. But what type of measures have you made sure that we're adhering to?
0: That's right, we, we did have uh, our men's night, our first men's night last week and our burgundy jacket on Saturday. Um, but these are events that are all following the current public health order. Uh, and even to go as far as I send in a safety plan to our local health authority uh, to, to get that approved prior to anything that we do. So for instance, the burgundy jacket, you know, early on, it was, okay, we're gonna be tea times, Uh, There's not going to be any prize presentation. Um, People are going to be coming into the ballroom to sit and dine uh, maximum of an hour and a half. Uh, We clean the tables, rotate the tables, um, do all that. We sent that into the health authority. Everything was approved. Uh, and then when the order changed, um, our, our safety plan had to change. So again, I sent in the safety plan of, you know, same thing, tea times, uh, the prize presentation will be done via um, live uh, stream. Um, and because it was ta- changed to takeout or patio service, um, we had to put that in our new safety order So um, or safety uh, plan. So anything that we are doing at Crown Isle, um, I am in close contact with the health authorities and we are sending them safety plans to make sure that we're following because we all know that there's a lot of gray areas in 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 our daily life right now where we may think that one thing is correct but another another person may think well that's not right and so we don't want to we don't want to um, have to worry about that gray area we want it to come directly from the health authority uh, so that's why I, I make sure that i send those plans in and, and make sure that we get approved
1: yeah and i think the crown isle staff has does a really good job of reminding people that okay, sit down, keep in your groups, just as kind of a, you know, a, they're not police, but you kind of really have to do that sort of thing to make sure everybody's safe.
0: Yeah, our team has been fantastic, and, and I have to say our members have been great too. Um, you know. Whenever we change, uh, you know, with this last order, a lot of things changed, and and we see in that first week there's a, a fair bit of confusion from our members. You know, we try to communicate the best we can, but there still is gray areas, and and our team has done a really really good job of letting the members know what's expected, and and the members are, are respecting that, which is great. And you know, one of the areas that uh, that proves a little bit of an issue for us as of late is around the sandwich wedge patio um, it's a beautiful spot and it's a great spot to to sit and have a drink and talk to your playing partners but please remember that those tables aren't to be moved and that we can't get up and and go from table to table um, it is part of the health order and we do have to respect that
1: yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, the first Men's Night, Gentleman's Night at the office, I keep calling it Men's <laughs> Night, but Gentleman's Night at the office was this past uh, Thursday. Um, a great event, well attended, uh, well done by the social distancing and everything. Um, what are your thoughts on the first men's night?
0: Yeah, I, again, I think the, the gentleman night at the office was was incredible start to the year. Um, it just kicked off. The weather was great. It, it just kicked off what's going to be a, a great season. Um, we have a lot of the, the uh, returning... Um, members and guests that are playing so they've become accustomed to to what we built last year uh, a ton of great sponsors again and it's just going to be a great year of of fantastic prizes and fun great food and and great company and you know hopefully by the end of it we can get back to some sort of normality where we can we can have a little bit of a gathering and get together because that's what these nights are for these nights are you know sure they're great to go out with your foursome and have a good time mm-hmm. and and have a have a chance of all levels of golf to win some great prizes um but the reality of it is is, as human beings we we draw to that you know that get together and that that community and that feeling of networking and and it's it's unfortunate we can't do that right now but uh I think we will be at some stage, we'll be able to get back to that. Um, So in the meantime, we'll just be
1: safe and we'll enjoy the golf and enjoy
0: the food and enjoy
1: our our foursomes and go from there. And the tradition continues. um, Masters, the 85th Masters, I believe, um, the second burgundy jacket um, and uh, a repeat winner.
0: That's right. We had a we had our second Burgundy jacket, and it was a great turnout. We had a hundred players again playing in tea times, so that we guarantee that we don't have any gathering. Um, really good, fun event. We had a, a team uh, defending champions win this year, which was uh, Dave Wackwich, Dan Bailey, Sean McMillan, and, and Matt Hamilton. Uh, they they squeaked it out by one shot. There was I think four or five teams that were tied for second place, uh, even to the point where there was a team that had. A chance to uh, to tie them with a 20-footer on 18, which they. Which they unfortunately missed. So a lot of excitement. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, great plans for next year. Uh, hopefully, again, we'll be able to make it a little bit more of a social event. And and uh, Jared, a new head professional, uh, and myself, uh, as most golfers love the Masters, and, and we want to bring some of those Masters traditions uh, into next year's event, which will be fantastic. Uh, and then we had uh, we had our our ladies uh, win the net side, which was which was awesome to see. We had uh, Karen Trimmer. Uh, Toby Norris, uh, Liz Stewart, and Chelsea Delery won the net side. Right, so. they
1: eked us out by 0.5, which yeah. is you know, you know, kind of maddening. A little bit. <laughs> we would have, we're, we could have loved another stroke. Well, that's right, <laughs> and it, and
0: it was, you know, it just shows that it was a great event for all. Um, you know, we had uh, we had 100 players, and and you know, we had the ladies' net champion. Uh, we had a returning champion, and we we have great plans for next year. So if you didn't get a chance to play. Uh, Uh, this year. Be sure to sign up for next year. Um, you know, I have a sneaking suspicion that, uh, you know, places might be a little bit limited next year uh, based on the success of the event.
1: Yeah, it was an awesome event. Well done. Really, uh, really appreciated from a participant standpoint all the effort the Crown All put into it and Jared Simonoff did a great job looking like a million dollars. Well,
0: apparently that's why it was. there was no frost delay. It just took Jared a little while to get ready in the morning because he was wearing suit and tie and uh, no, it was, it's great to have Jared on board and, and coming from his background and, and uh, the clubs that he's been uh, a part of in the past, Past, uh, he'll bring a lot more of that uh, to our future events.
1: Absolutely. Now, uh, can we have an update on the on the flight deck? Where do we where do we sit? Because well, there's a lot of excitement about that.
0: There is a lot of excitement, and we're extremely excited. Uh, we do have a, a meeting with the architects tomorrow, so. That's extremely exciting. So uh, we're in, still in the in the planning stages. Um, we'll we'll meet with the architects and then we'll be looking at applying for our permits. Uh, and you know, if, if all goes well, uh, depending on how long the permit. Uh, process takes you know hopefully we'll break ground October November and and we'll be ready to go by early next spring
1: oh that is going to be absolutely fantastic It's going to be so much fun
0: well and it's not only you know we've got top tracer involved uh, we've got uh, you know some unique food and beverage ideas uh, but we also have uh, something else that uh, that uh, other top tracer facilities don't have Um, And I'm gonna leave that as a bit of a secret for now, but I'm just gonna say it's very interactive and it's very cool.
1: We also have an alternative, if you wanna just go out and play uh, uh, 18 holes of par three golf.
0: That's right, a quick nine or a quick 18. Uh, The park is open. The park is a fantastic little walk with, uh, you know, if you've got your grandkids or your kids, you know, my wife, myself, and uh, my two girls went out last weekend. You know, we played nine holes in an hour and 15 minutes and it was a great day out with the family beautiful day. Uh, It's just a really nice walk uh, in the park while you're hitting some golf shots and it's relaxing. There's no pressure, uh, very low key and a great spot. And then we've got our food and beverage uh, down there with with handhelds um, and uh, we've got beer, draft beer, other drinks that you can have on the patio. The patio is open down there. Uh, The food and beverage we've held off on opening for now just because of the the new restrictions. Um, But there are some sandwiches, wraps, those sorts of things that you can still get after your round and uh, sit on the patio it's a beautiful patio it's not quite the the view that we have here at Crown Isle but it is a beautiful relaxing patio to sit on.
1: Well that's a that's a lot of stuff uh, we have a tremendous amount of activity going on here at Crown Isle. And as we uh, all get our shots and our vaccinations, and we come out of this thing uh, down the road, uh, going to hit the ground running.
0: We are. And that's what we're very excited about right now. I mean, it, it, whenever we look at doing anything here at Crown Isle right now, as mentioned, we have to put our safety plans in. And, and it's it's basically 10 steps to do one thing. Um, but not only that, you also have to have two or three plans set aside just in case things change. So once, uh, and through this time, our team has been fantastic at still providing great service. Mm-hmm. And once we get through this, uh, we'll really be able to excel um, in our service levels and, and uh, just be able to focus more on the customer and the experience rather than focusing so much on the COVID protocols.
1: Hey Bill, thanks for uh, joining me today. I know you're a busy guy; you got a million things uh, going on. The one of the things that I get feedback from is that you're accessible through email or phone, or just walk up and talk to you through the membership, and that really uh, is important. Yeah,
0: for me, it's extremely important. That's that's you know one of the the things that I, I strive to be is is open and honest to our members, and and fully transparent. Anytime you want to ask me a question, I'm going to answer it, um, and uh if i don't have the answer i'm going to find it for you so feel free to give me a call email stop by uh for those of you who don't know where my office is it is in behind the real estate office in the main lobby of the clubhouse uh just keep in mind that uh you know when you do enter the office uh, we will both be wearing masks as as that's part of our mandate here at Crown Isle so uh yeah i look forward to all my conversations you know i had a great conversation with Brian Spooner in in the uh, pro shop there last week about uh, the frost delay procedure that we that we tried out on Thursday and uh, you know Brian being a morning player he had his view on it and and he was very receptive in understanding why the club was looking at various alternatives and those are the conversations that I love to have with our members it's it I think I think it lets them know that I care and that I'm listening Um, and to me that's that's extremely important
1: yeah very good well I look forward to next month Uh, it'll come sooner than we think and uh, really appreciate it, Bill.
0: Thanks, Marie. Always a pleasure. The Crowncast is available on
1: crownisle.com and through Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe today so you don't miss an episode.